The following thoughts on Hoppy Hour represent Ryan Hoppy and Fatsit. Listener discretion is advised. Live from Tampa Bay, you are tuned in to Hoppy Hour. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. The following message is from Dwayne the Mattress Guy from Mattress by Appointment Hillsboro. Hey Ryan, just calling in for Hoppy in the Morning. Your podcast's been killing it lately. Been loving it, been loving it. Got the good vibes going. Nice job. That's right. We're doing 50 to 80% off retail. We've got the $25 down plan. You've got to call me, text me. You know my number, 813-452-5555. We'll set up a private showing. Come take a look at all the queens that we got on display, but I've also got kings, foals, and twins. Whatever you like, we're taking it on the same day. Just the other day, a guy was in, uh, Javain came in, uh, I think two weeks ago. He was looking for a king, got the mattress and the box spring. And, uh, he had a one o'clock appointment with me on, I think it was on a Thursday. And we had it in his bedroom before two o'clock. It was like 10 minutes to two. I was pulling up to his house. So, I mean, it's that easy. And, uh, you know, I take care of my people one on one. I don't have a bunch of employees. Yeah, 813-452-5555. Ryan, you're doing a good job there. Thanks a lot. Appreciate all your help. And that's why I loved uh, using, uh, Mattress by appointment to sponsor the podcast. Take it easy, man. Happy hour. Happy hour. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in, too. What's going on? This is Happy Hour. I'm your host, Ryan Hoppy, hanging out with you and you, and don't think I forgot about you. 856-49-HOPPY, that's 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, have Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me, ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com. And as a quick reminder, if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, we have the talkback feature. So you can always leave me a message. All right. We have so much to get into, but first let's take the celebratory air horn. I don't know what that means. Oh, man. Can you imagine being Leonardo DiCaprio? You literally, it's like going on Uber Eats after a night of drinking, and you literally can just order whatever you want. Oh, yeah. This is the funny part. Leonardo DiCaprio spent time with Gigi Hadid at a fashion party. So he broke up with his uh, no-name 25-year-old girlfriend that will be soon forgotten about. And Leonardo DiCaprio, who always goes for the age group of 20. Actually, not not usually 25, 54. He goes for the age group of about 18 to 24. Well, this time, Leonardo DiCaprio, age 47, he's kind of growing up a little bit before our eyes. He's going for a 27-year-old, which I thought was really big of Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought that was really noble. He's going for someone that's close to 30. Usually... Leonardo DiCaprio likes his good old 18, 19 year old just out of high school hanging out on his yacht. But uh, now he's going for a 27 year old and they were seen at a fashion party getting to know each other. And you know how this happened? I don't know if it was on like the dating app, Raya, that you have to be a famous person to be on. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, just a few days ago on this very podcast known as Hoppy Hour. That I read the news that Leonardo DiCaprio was looking to get into contact with Gigi Hadid. Can you imagine being that level of fame? Can you imagine being that level of powerful where you go, hey, publicist, just put out the energy to the universe that I want to bang Gigi Hadid and let's see what happens. You know what I mean? Just imagine that power. (laughs) Oh, man. But that's pretty much all I'm going to talk about with Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't find it that unique anymore. Oh, wow. You hang out with 19-year-olds that were born in 2003 on your yacht. That's so cool, bro. Shut up. We get it. You don't want to be old, and you're not dating material. We get it. 
I found this next headline to be fascinating. First of all, I have no place in my heart for racism. If you're a racist, I think you're a piece of garbage. I think you're a piece of excrement. But the Suns owner, Robert Sarver, suspended one year, fined 10 million. Probe finds he used the N-word. This had to be awkward because uh, the Phoenix Suns, even though they lost by like 50 points to the Dallas Mavericks in Game 7 of the uh, conference semifinals, there's a family vibe to it. Yeah, the family vibe is grumpy old man Chris Paul that chokes when it matters, but there's a family vibe to it. So it must have been really weird for the players when they found out he was using the word that should not be said. I can imagine the vibe was not good when they're like, yeah, Sarver was saying the N-word. Yeah. Hate that. I hate racism with all my heart. And I'm not trying to sound fake woke. I remember when kids would say the bad word in class and I'd be like, you would cringe. I would physically be in pain. I I just, I want everybody to get along. I want everybody to be fine. I despise racism with all my heart. So now I despise Robert Sarver. Phoenix Sun owner Robert Sarver was just hit with a massive penalty after uh, after they did some uh, investigation into an alleged workplace misconduct, getting banned from the league for one season and forced to pay a $10 million fine. Well, let's be honest here. Let's be real for a second. Let's be truthful for a second. Uh, $10 million to a billionaire ain't anything. That's like paying a traffic ticket. That ain't anything. Now, maybe $500 million, then you're talking. Shut up! The NBA released findings after interviewing 320 current and former Suns employees, and they said he used the N-word at least five times when talking to others in the office. That the league says that Sarver's use of the N-word was not motivated by racial hate or prejudice. Oh, that's, that's good. That's, that's just what you want to hear, defending it. The league also concluded Sarver did not treat female employees equally and made inappropriate comments about their appearance. I wonder what he would say to like Kendall when she's there trying to root for uh, Devin Booker. He also engaged in inappropriate physical conduct towards male employees. I want to hear some of the parts of like, oh, but he was a really good mentor to the interns. Like, there's really nothing good about this guy when you hear about Robert Sarver. You're not going, oh, yeah. I want to use that guy as a LinkedIn recommendation on uh, my LinkedIn account or as a reference. Here is what Adam Silver, the NBA commissioner, said. The conduct described in the findings are troubling and disappointing. We believe the outcome is the right one, taking into account all the facts and context brought to light by the comprehensive research of the 18-year period. I am hopeful that the NBA community will use this opportunity to reflect on what this great game means to people everywhere and the values of equality, respect, and inclusion. Well, here's the thing. You can say that all you want, Adam Silver, but let's be honest here real quick. You guys knew about it. It wasn't like you just found out. You're telling me a very successful NBA franchise. It's had some low periods, but overall, it's a successful franchise. You're telling me that nobody knew about it, that nobody knew that he was saying the N-word? Oh, 18 years later, between 2004, we had no idea that this guy was a piece of crap towards everybody in the office. Get out of here. You're protecting your own, and then somebody was going to come forward, and then they're like, okay, we, we're going to look into this. We're going to get the HR department involved. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me tell you, the HR department, you may think is your friend, the HR department may talk to you at the water cooler, even though that doesn't exist anymore. The HR department may act like they're your friend, but at the end of the day, they're there to protect the company, and that's it. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segment was brought to you by WestChasePrinting.com. When I tell you that they are the best in the Bay, I'm a man of my words. For all the info, WestChasePrinting.com. Happy hour. Happy hour. Listen to me, Randall. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, whether you're white or black or Sasquatch even. 
As long as you follow your dream, no matter how crazy or against the law it is. Except for Sasquatch. If you're Sasquatch, the rules are different. Forget it, Meatwad. I'm a circus freak. That's all I'll ever be. Whatever. Call Hoppy now. 856-49-HOPPY. Tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio. Or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. 856-49-HOPPY. 856 856- Four nine four six seven seven three. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. You can always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. So you know how Michelle Branch, the singer of the Game of Love with Santana, she had a few hits in the early in the early two thousands, and then for some reason just fell off. But I think Michelle Branch was a good singer. I'm a big fan of it. I wish I could play the game of love right now, but then I'd be hit with a copyright mark, and I don't want that. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of the choir, that she was accused of attacking her husband, and if a man attacks her wife, the man is prosecuted to the fullest. But because the roles were reversed, oh, she was just acting up in the moment. She didn't mean it. It doesn't matter what gender you are, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you attack your significant other, you're a scumbag. So here's how this goes. Michelle Branch, her husband cheats on her while she's pregnant, so she attacks him. So then they file for divorce after her charges are dropped. And you go, you know what? That's probably not a couple that should be together. I'm going to go on a limb here and say that Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney are probably not meant to be. But guess what? We got some breaking news. They're calling off their divorce for now. Oh, that's that's good. Just hang out for two weeks and then beat up each other. Sounds like that's going to be really good for the kid in the end. The hell out of here. He looks like such a douche. I think I would punch him too in the face. Just kidding. I don't punch people. But I'm just saying he's got a hateable face, man. Like oh, Just that smarmy douche at the bar. Could I have your craftiest beer with a lot of hops, please? Like He just has that awful vibe. This is from TMZ. Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney are giving their marriage another shot because they're backing off their divorce, at least for now, to try to work things out. According to new legal documents obtained by TMZ, Michelle and Patrick are pressing pause on their divorce for at least six months, which they will try to reconcile. After the cooling off period, the singer and the Black Keys drummer, that's why he's a douchebag. He's in the Black Keys. They will then decide if they want to dismiss their divorce or move on with the split. He cheated on you and you attacked him. Oh, that's, that's just the perfect combination for a lovely relationship. I attacked you and got charges and you were a scumbag and cheated on me. But we should try to make this work. We really love each other. <laughs> I get you're trying to make it work for the kids, but get the hell out of here. That is some bad mojo, bro. Just be friends be good for the kid because you're just going to end up hating each other more than you do at this current moment obviously you have okay energy if you're trying to make the relationship work so just be friends because then you're going to hate each other even more when this goes south because let's be honest here ladies and gentlemen boys and girls them getting back together is just a car crash it's nothing more it's nothing less let's be real here this is going to end very badly just saying 856-49-HOPPY that's 856-494-6773 you can tweet at me at ryan hoppy radio and you can always email me ryan hoppy radio at gmail.com and if you're listening on the iheart radio app you can always leave me a message through the talk back button all right let's find out more info about this game of love <laughs> Michelle Branch and Patrick Carney of the Black Keys um, were getting divorced. Uh, we told you, of course, that she filed for divorce. 
and it seemed very nasty. She accused him of cheating. Oh, it was nasty. It was nasty. Uh, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, nasty, and mm -hmm. I guess you could say maybe it still is, but they are at least opening just a slight door for reconciliation. I would love to be a fly on the wall in those therapy sessions. <laughs> Forget about the bachelorette. That would be real spicy. Possibly. Uh, they have put the divorce on pause mm. for six months. Yeah, uh, we, we got 180 days to make this work. Uh, they filed documents saying that... On the 181st day, we're done though if it doesn't happen. They want to hold off. I guess think of it as sort of a cooling off period. Yeah, got to cool off a little bit, grab the towel, take a shower. Uh, for six months, mm. and then they will revisit whether or not they want to go forward. What about once a cheater, always a cheater, and the fact that she attacked him? Have some integrity, bro. Integrity, bro. Be a man. Oh, that's right. You're a drummer in the Black Keys. <laughs> With the divorce. Yeah, look, this is undeniably a, a good sign that they are looking to reconcile. In these documents, it yeah. says that they may even start living together. during. You know what I love? I love the defense of cheating. Nobody wants to think about infidelity. Nobody wants to think about cheating. But here's how it goes. The other person is a narcissist. They cheat on you because you're not helping them sexually. You're not doing it enough. You're not good at it. You're not freaky. So then they communicate with somebody and you know those emotions that they feel towards you. Another person feels it. And here's how it goes. They're kissing that person. They're motorboating that person. They're going down on that person. They're having sex with that person. All the moves that they give you in the bedroom, they're using that experience with somebody else. And you know how all of a sudden your partner's now kind of doing some things that you never knew? Like, oh, let's do one leg and doggy. Hmm. Wonder where that experience came from. I'm just saying everybody kind of turns a blind eye to cheating, but... It really is gross. In this six-month period, really make a, a solid effort towards reconciliation. And you sort of have to do this because when you file a divorce, you have to prosecute it. You have to move it forward. It's on the court's calendar. And they're saying, look, for the next six months, we're going to see if we can work it out. Yeah. But this divorce could come back alive if during that period they can't reconcile. So, uh, oh, sounds, so it's not a sounds like a healthy relationship. Ah, it sounds like good vibes. So I'm just uh, legally speaking, what is it that you file that is they, they, that pauses it? Like, they, they filed essentially a stipulation that says for this next six months, don't do anything in the divorce and we'll dismiss this entirely at the end of six months if we reconcile or we'll reinitiate the proceedings. So, we can so forward, um, look, I, I haven't imagine being a lawyer and they're going to make the money seen anything like this. I know you can do it and they did it. It's really interesting because. What we've seen in the past is, you know, people get really angry, one person files, yeah. and then they reconcile and they dismiss the divorce. This is different. Sounds like Harvey has a little bit of experience with that. He knew a lot about that situation. He knew a lot about it. Different. So yeah. divorce is going to loom over both of their heads for six months as they try to work it out, and it's a mature thing on that level. Oh, it's so mature to go back and traumatize your kid more. This is so mature of them. On the other level, it's like, when is the hammer going to drop? Mm. It's kind of a weird well, and, way and of living forget, for six months. Don't forget there's another layer here, which is the domestic violence arrest that she's got to uh, deal with. Yeah. Um, right, which, you know, led up to the divorce. But so. you know what I'm saying just about the dynamic of, you know, working it out and all this? Because it's sort of like, okay, we got six months. Like yeah. a sword, the, the sword of Damocles well, well, is swinging over yeah. your head. I don't care anymore. It's all about the game of love, though, bro. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segment was brought to you by the best barber in all of the Bay Area, Rich Keeley. Man, he's just so awesome. He's so great. Go to richkbarber.com and tell him I sent you. Happy hour. Happy hour. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour on Z Radio Live. It's like a uh, $9,000 prostitute, please. Oh, do you have nine $1,000 ones? 
Yeah, good. And if you got an albino, send her up too. In like 20 minutes, I'm gonna be asleep, so get him up here. I had like half a bottle of melatonin, six beers, this whole bucket of chicken. Oh, the Sandman is coming. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Yeah. 856-49-Hoppy. 856-494-6773. You can tweet at me, at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And you can always email me, ryanhoppyradio at gmail.com. And if you're listening on the iHeartRadio app, you should totally leave me a voice a voicemail using the TalkBack feature. It's the way of the future, bruh. The talkback feature is the way of the feet of the future. That was lame. Cardi B visits old middle school, donates a hundred thousand dollars. Wow, she's so cool. So I'm hoping we can have amazing, amazing, amazing after school activities, maybe tutoring, or maybe something fun, maybe a music program. Visits her old middle school and donates money. I appreciate that. That's really cool of her. And I'm not just trying to be passive aggressive. I'm not just trying to be a douchebag, but I am. But that's really good for her. Also, what's really good for somebody, LeBron James, shirtless on a yacht, working out. Oh, yeah, totally, dude. You're ready to be the 10th seed in the NBA Western Conference. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The key to making an NBA play-in game is to show everybody your huge muscles because I'm LeBron James. Speaking of somebody who is an a-hole, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's because I'm not a big fan of soccer. I'm not digging soccer. never liked soccer. Now I'm going to watch soccer. Um, but I do root for the Rowdies. But let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's probably why I don't like Ted Lasso. That's probably why I don't vibe with Ted Lasso. Also, Jason Sudeikis just has the most punchable face ever. I'm not saying Olivia Wilde's not an annoying person, but I can see why she divorced him. He's got A-hole energy, small D energy, but he won last night for Ted Lasso. And he's using his kids as a pawn because that's what a great dad does is uses them as a pawn while winning an award. Keeping it classy, you scumbag. Happy Hot Topic. Father of the Year. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Okay, here we go. Wait, we just got here. He's so funny. (laughs) Douche. And that facial hair he has and that hair, oh, God. Uh, I don't know who's more unlikable, him or Michelle Branch's loser husband. We're down to 30 seconds. Uh, Thank you so much to everybody that's watched this show. Thank you for everybody that voted for this show. Thank you for everybody that works on this show. Uh, uh, This is only like an an eighth of them. Everybody uh, in the the offices of of Warner Brothers, Apple, Doozer, that that answer all the calls. Everybody at uh, um, in in, uh, production. Uh, 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 I did a lot of cocaine and I didn't actually think I was going to win, 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 win. So I didn't really have a speech prepared, prepared, prepared. Our COVID squad season two was huge. We didn't have a single shutdown, and that was a lot because of what you men and women did for us. Uh, Yeah, you men and women, you served for this soccer sitcom. Everybody in post-production that helps us out, that build these amazing soccer stadiums, football stadiums around us. Uh, This show is about good and evil. This show is about, like, the truth and lies. This show is about uh, all that stuff, but it's mostly about our response to those things. It's about soccer, bro, and you being a dumb coach that ends up being good or whatever. It's not about good and evil. 
And your response to our show has been good and evil is the wire overwhelming and uh and they can hear all that you know that's like this mic is low and far but super sensitive uh, he is likable in a douchebag way um, <laughs> uh, but thank you uh, uh, again so much otis daisy i love you very much uh and uh yeah we'll uh we'll see you for season three at some point yeah, I love you, kids. Let me make sure I use you as a prop. I haven't said hi in about five days, so let me use this big opportunity to say I'm sorry. Let's hear from Jake Paul. He's the man. You can hate on him all you want, but that dude is making money, bruh. As uh, the great poet known as Cardi B says, money moves. That's what he's doing, bruh. I'm just saying. I feel as though yeah. you are getting your respect in many ways, but this is the match. This is going to need the Anderson Silva and a YouTuber. What a time to be alive! Performance. Do you disagree? Yeah, no. This is it. You know, this is make or break moment. Mm. Um, and I know I have not the uh, Suicide Forest hack video by my brother that made us famous and being a part of Disney. It's the make or break moment. No, if you lose, you'll be fine. Someone who just beat a former world champion boxer in front of me. I don't take him lightly at all. He's the GOAT of striking. He's the GOAT of MMA. Yeah. And like you said, no one thought I'd take this fight. Even Dana White did not think I would take this fight. Having to talk about other people because you got little man syndrome. And Dana, I know you're watching, bro. You still owe me a million dollars from when you bet against me. I'm Ben Askren. But I want you to come out of high. I love when people are like, I'm going to let the haters be my motivation. No, you should be motivated by yourself. You should be able to do things without having motivation from haters. Because haters are going to always hate. Stop being a bitch and make a bet against <gasps> me and Anderson. Yeah. And actually pay up this time. Because you didn't think I would take this fight. So let's make a bet. Let's put a mil. Let's put two mil. Let's put five. Yeah, we got a name drop money. We're so cool. We're the... We're the Paul brothers. What do you think is the sunniest place on earth? Well, it's definitely not Cleveland. It is Yuma, Arizona. Nearly 250,000 migrants have flooded there in the past year, where medical service bills have topped 20 million. Tourism has declined, and locals are complaining of being shot at by coyotes. Sounds like every afternoon in uh, any major city in the Midwest. Only it's cloudy there. <laughs> A56, 49 hoppy. Governor Ron DeSantis mocks college kids who take zombie classes with $100,000 in debt only to take a job they could have had at the end of high school. Okay. I don't like anything about Ron DeSantis. I don't really dig. I don't really vote for any politicians because I all think they're scumbags. But let me tell you, he is such a little man. He copies Donald Trump's mannerisms with his little fingers and when he, he like uses his hands. Like, Jesus Christ, bro. Do you have an original personality? You got any, anything cool about you? No. You got a small D and you probably drive a Hummer in your free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A lot of these students are going to go through no debt. Yeah. And many of them will be making six figures within just a couple years. The truck driver. I got to talk about money because I'm Ron DeSantis and all I think about is myself and money because I'm a politician. ...are making that immediately once they go. Uh, so let's just look to see where the opportunities are. And you're not any worse than anybody else because you didn't get a four-year degree. In fact, think of all the people that had four-year degree in zombie studies with $100,000 in debt. And then they end up in a job they could add at a high school. You look at... Oh, but we all want to be like you, a loser governor. I like that he opened up everything early. I'm sure it killed a lot of people. But for my ADHD, it was hard being in a small little apartment. So that was cool. But everything else... God, he's got a little mad energy. He doesn't have an original bone in his body. I don't think I don't think he has a bone in his body. He's he's all just chub. Same. Just being real. There's someone that goes into electrical, they're making 75, 80 grand, then they're making a hundred grand, then they start their own business in their mid-20s and they start making all right, I can't take him, man. People are like, Rod DeSantis cares about me. I'm like, no, he doesn't. 
if you honestly think that any politician cares about you, and I don't care what political party you're a part of, if you think they care about you, you're a dummy, you're a sheep, you fall for things a little too easily. You're not really somebody I want to hang out with. Oh, I think politicians care about me. This just in, they don't. They're not thinking about you a day in their life. They're not thinking about anybody. They are not. <sighs> just People are just so silly. So silly out there. Everybody's losing their mind. Including this loser. Biden. President Biden announced new steps yesterday to expand on his administration's cancer moonshot initiative. In a speech at the JFK Library in Boston, the president said the goal of the initiative is to reduce the death rate from cancer by... Oh, that's, that's just a delightful thing. That's such a rah-rah speech. Listen, I lost my dad to cancer. I lost my uncle to cancer. My other uncle's in remission from cancer. I'm really afraid I don't want to get cancer. So... Let me, let me tell you, cancer kills the body, especially when you're a negative person. But there's nothing you can do about it. That's like saying, I want to have an initiative to not have murder anymore. It's, it's a rah-rah speech. And all these dumb liberal politicians that were like applauding him, he never had a plan. He went, I want to end cancer. Cool, we all do. Well, what's the plan? That we're going to end cancer. How? We're going to end cancer. Maybe you should look yourself in the mirror, Joe Biden, and realize you're a cancer of a president. 50% over the next 25 years. Yeah. It doesn't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Yeah. Beating cancer is something we can do together. Yeah. How? That's why I'm here today. The president signed it. Barely talking into the microphone. <laughs> Buddy, you should be looking into beating dementia. Happy hour. Happy hour. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yes. Following segment was brought to you by Amir Academy of Martial Arts at AmirAcademy.com. When I tell you that he is the best around, I'm a man of my words. He's got self-defense classes. He's got everything going on at Amir Academy of Martial Arts. So if you go there and you tell him that I sent you, he's going to hook you up. Happy hour. Happy hour. Doctors say the life expectancy of the average man is now 76.2 years. but I'm already 38.1 I've wasted half my life half my life gone and I'm only guaranteed 38 more years call Hoppy now 856-49-HOPPY tweet at him at Ryan Hoppy Radio or chat him live via the Hoppy Radio app Other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah. Eight five six forty nine hobby. Eight five six four nine four six seven seven three. You can tweet at me. I have Ryan Hoppy Radio, and you can always email me, RyanHoppyRadio at gmail.com. And make sure you listen on every single major platform that has a podcast. iHeartRadio, Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Odyssey, Google Play, all of them. Search up Hoppy Radio, A-H-O-P-P-E Radio. And we are syndicated every Thursday at 5 p.m. East Coast time, 4 p.m. Central at zradiolive.com and we are also on the quad pod network at qodpod.com Well, the battle over abortion rights is taking center stage in Michigan. In November, voters will decide on a ballot measure that would make abortion rights part of the state's constitution. Now, the Why are we talking about what women should do with their bodies? 
also decide on a competitive governor's race with abortion also a key issue in that matchup. We have so many other issues like the Michigan politicians are talking about what women should do with their body while Flint, Michigan probably doesn't have a lot of water. Makes sense. Here's NBC News Washington correspondent Michelle Sindor. Lifelong Republican Jessica Leach was devastated when the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. I cried for weeks. I cried for my daughter. I always considered myself pro-life. Now she changed her mind and her party. Jessica got pregnant at 19 and visited an abortion clinic to weigh her options. Mm -hmm. She decided to have her son, who's now 17, and says being able to make that choice is something every woman deserves. Duh. But let's let a bunch of 80-year-old boomers that are going to die soon dictate our future. You scumbags. What do you say to people who think your story is an example of why abortion shouldn't be an option? I would tell those people that mm -hmm. until recently, um, it was always a hypothetical. I would beg them to understand that having these options paved the way for me to be a good mother. Taking Duh. that option away corners a mother and coercing motherhood is inhumane. Of course. In Michigan, the nationwide battle over abortion rights is taking center stage. Residents will vote on a ballot referendum in November that would enshrine abortion rights into the state constitution. Yeah, let's uh, let's let those dumb Detroit Lion fans dictate what a woman does with their body. We're, we keep supporting the biggest team that sucks every year. And we keep watching it every night. We're not the smartest fan base. We should be allowed to vote on women's rights. Ugh. You're a doctor. An incumbent Democratic governor, Gretchen Whitmer, is also up for re-election. I've heard bad things about her. <laughs> is at stake in this election and in the, uh, the ballot referendum. Well, abortion and the right to be a full American citizen with agency over your body is on this ballot. Oh, yeah, but we have criminals that are in prison because of marijuana charges while people are smoking medical weed. But these, these are the important things. Whitmer added that what happens in Michigan, one of the few states left in the region with abortion protections, will have far-reaching impact. Her you don't say. Her views are also shaped by her own traumatic experiences. Mm -hmm. In college, in the days after I was raped, it dawned on me, Yeah. oh, my God, I, I might be pregnant. And... The only thing that gave me a little bit of relief is knowing that I could make a decision that was right for me if that happened. Her opponent, Republican Tudor Dixon, supports banning abortion with no exception for rape or incest. Oh, I love when a white man who's privileged and born into money tells a woman what to do with their body. That's kind of the basis of the Me Too movement. Nothing says out of touch, piece of excrement, baby boomer than I'm just thinking it's murder. Shut up. Glad you don't have a daughter. Unless you do, then you're doomed. That daughter probably has daddy issues if you have a daughter. Listen to yourself. You're a white, Caucasian, privileged, rich man telling a woman what to do with their body. If that ain't creepy, I don't know what is. I wonder if you could just talk a bit more about your own views and talk to people who are worried about your views being too extreme. Mm. I have shared my own pro-life story. I lost a baby at 18 weeks. Okay. When I lost the baby, the doctor said this baby probably died in the womb at 16 weeks. I held a beautiful baby girl. Dixon also does not believe abortion is a top issue for voters. Huh. They're concerned with how to get their kids back on track after they were kept out of school. And if you look at that's true. I've heard it really did mess up kids not being in school. Like I talked to my little cousin. My one cousin was born in 2004 and now is a freshman in high school. It makes me feel old. Then my other cousin's 15 uh, and born in 2007, which makes me feel old. And let me tell you, them not leaving the house while being at home for school kind of like hurt them a little bit. We don't know because we can't relate, but here we go. More news. In Scotland, here's one. A man was arrested for heckling Prince Andrew during the Queen's funeral procession in Edinburgh. The man has been charged after police pulled him out of a crowd. Oh, yeah. You don't rip into the royal family over there. Yeah, whatever. Prince Andrew can be the biggest pedophile creep ever. But they're the royal family. We must bow down to them. Why must we bow down to them? Because they're the royal family and they were born into money. 
Losers. Yeah, the 22-year-old man who has not been named was charged. He's a hero. Peace. After shouting, Andrew, you're a sick old man, while he walked behind his mother's coffin. Yeah. Here's a look of police removing him while the crowd chants, God save the king, to drown. <laughs> God save the king. God save the The heckling. We played this video on the Hoppy Hour 24 hours ago, and the audio is just as bad. This is heckling. I, I don't hear any heckling. If he was heckling, he was doing it really quietly. Here in America, when we really heckle, we heckle. But we don't even know what you're saying. Listen to this audio. Where's the heckling? I'm waiting to hear, Prince Andrew, you're a piece of garbage. I don't hear anything. Yeah. Yeah, this is what I think of the royal family. Disgusting! Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, to the yeah, to the yeah. Happy hour will be right back. Oh, yeah, this following segment is brought to you by FitzAgeFitness.net. When I tell you that Devin Prasad is the best trainer in all of the Bay Area, I'm a man of my words. He's got workout classes. He's got different memberships. He's got everything you could ever want in a workout trainer. And I'm not just saying that because I'm friends with Devin. I'm not just saying that because we're best buddies. I'm being honest for all the info. FitzAgeFitness.net. Happy hour. Happy hour. Oh, this little guy. Buddy, if I had a peanut, I'd give it to you. Hey, who's got a peanut for turtle face? Don't, he's allergic. They'll kill me. Are you looking at loser live from Tampa Bay? You are tuned in to Happy Hour, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is the most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh, yeah, A56. 49 hobby. D56. 494-6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And you can always email me. Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. Please don't be offended. He's sorry in advance. Oh, happy hot topic. Oh yeah, last night was the Emmys, and no one watched it unless you're a baby boomer. I'm going to be on his show on Wednesday, so I might punch him in the face. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Quinta Brunson reacts to Jimmy Kimmel's onstage Emmys bit amid ongoing backlash. Is there anybody who's a bigger phony in Hollywood than Jimmy Kimmel? He is so unlikable. And I love how he's just excused for the man show. Everybody else gets canceled every over everything in the 90s, but we just allow the man show to be a thing. It was kind of funny. It was kind of cringeworthy, but I don't know why he has not been canceled. During the 2022 Emmys on mm. September 12th, Quinta, the creator of Abbott Elementary, became the second black woman to win an Emmy for outstanding writing in a comedy series for the ABC pilot. But before Quinta accepted her trophy on stage, comedians Will Arnett and Jimmy Kimmel introduced the category, with a bit that involved Jimmy lying lifelessly on the stage. It was a bit that Jimmy remained committed to even throughout Quinta's acceptance speech, which sparked backlash on social media. Jimmy, wake up, I won! <laughs> Jimmy? Okay, hold my phone. Um... Following her win, Quinta reflected on the incident backstage with reporters, saying, I don't know. I don't really. I, I know Jimmy Kimmel, and I don't know. I felt like the bit didn't bother me that much. I don't know what the internet thinks, but 
I, I don't know. I know him. Honestly, it was kind of Jimmy gave me my first like big late night spot and was one of the first people to see Abbott and one of the first people he Instagram messaged me that. He you don't need to ask because he's not that popular. He saw this comedy and thought it was one of the greatest comedies of all time. And he was so excited it was going to be on ABC. So I think in that moment, I was just really happy that it was that it was Jimmy up there. I, I and it was kind of weird. It was nothing funny about it. Then again, Jimmy Kimmel has not been funny since he married his wife, Molly. When he was dating Sarah Silverman, that show was wild. Remember Unnecessary Censorship, where they would make cartoons like bang on TV and that? That was the real Jimmy Kimmel. Not this, I'm crying over a lion. That's liberal, phony Jimmy Kimmel. Cringeworthy as hell. I believe you pumped all that aviation gin into my IV. It's mm -hmm. out like a light. Ryan Reynolds lost a bet to Rob McElhenney, and the consequence Who? was that he had to film his colonoscopy. Edgy. It's the first time you've had a colon. Listen, it's edgy and fake and dumb, but it's also good. It's kind of an awareness thing. Like you can kind of go, oh, Ryan Reynolds gets a colonoscopy. This is so funny. <laughs> He's so hilarious. <laughs> but on the same note, you can go, it's kind of noble that he's doing it. Colonoscopy. Yeah. And, and filming it. Ryan and I made a bet. Did we? I don't remember that. Nath Ryan betio von un indimigali diski kamraik. Oh. He picks them up. Good. Rob and I both, we turned 45 this year, and you know, part of being this age is getting a colonoscopy. It's a simple step that could literally, and I mean literally, save your life. Mm. So, can we see it now? No. The actors both ended up getting the procedure and took cameras along with them to help spread awareness about the prevention of colon cancer. It's not every day that you can raise awareness about something that will most definitely save lives. Going in. That's enough motivation for me to let you in on a camera being shoved up my ass. Following the medical exam, the Deadpool star even shared that his doctor removed one polyp. I oh, that's cool. I was able to find an extremely subtle polyp that was on the right side of your colon. This was potentially life-saving for you. I'm not kidding. I'm not being overly dramatic. I mean, I it. It, this is exactly why you do this, okay? Yeah, it's kind of douchey and fake that they did this, but it's also, there's some good vibes to it. You had no symptoms. Yeah. The dad of three also agreed to let fans see the images taken from the scan, showing the inside of his colon during the procedure. So nobody would know that they had this, but he reached the age of, of screening, 45. He got a routine screening, and there you go. And that's why people need to do this. They really need to do this. This saves lives, mm. pure and simple. It's also expensive as hell to go to the hospital. Life is such a scam. It's really infuriating. They didn't find Rosebud up there. <laughs> Cringe. My Rosebud was a sled I shoved on my ass. Mm, tell me about him. Rob went in for his appointment next. I figure I can't go wrong in terms of comparing myself to Ryan. They either find nothing, and that means my colon was cleaner than his, or... Crazy seeing Mac from uh, It's Always Sunny Old. Second of all, remember when he got fat as hell in like 2011 for that show? That was funny. They find a polyp. All set. And it's either bigger than his, mm. which is awesome. Yeah. Or it's smaller than his, which means I had less of an opportunity to have cancer. Either way I went. The Always Sunny Cringe. Philadelphia star had three polyps removed and reflected on the process with his doctor after he was done. And we made it so... Like, so easy, so amazing. The staff has been incredible. They, they have uh, the dude shirt off from It's Always Sunny, and he's ripped as hell. You would never think that. Hey, guys, it's Allie for Hollywood Life with your Card Jenner Roundup, and let's jump into it with Kourtney Kardashian because we might not have ever seen her and Travis Barker become a thing, according to this new interview. While on the Today Show, the reality star revealed... Oh, no, how would we have survived? Not having them around, no! But she almost turned down a movie date with the Blink-182 drummer because she thought she was, quote, so shy. Now, obviously, this is no longer the case since we see the newlyweds going almost everywhere together and showing off their 
signature PDA as well. Oh, they went from being shy to, look at us making out, bro. We're so edgy. Shut up. Court also opened up about taking the last name Barker, and according to the Poosh founder, it was a given, and she's loving every second of playing wife. Staying on Kourtney Kardashian, because she had some time today to respond to the backlash she received for her sustainable Boohoo collection. Recall last week, we reported that the mother of three was getting a lot of pushback after making this announcement, as some call it utter BS, since Boohoo is known as a fast fashion line. Only thing I identify as is you. Those are good drinks. Well, Courtney took to her Instagram today and shared that she knew this collection would cause a lot of noise. But according to the reality star, the Kardashians making a lot of noise. <laughs> that was what she was hoping for. Yeah. Courtney also added that she's open to hearing from experts who have ideas and suggestions for continuing to improve the brand and make it. Whoa, the Kardashians are opening to, are, the Kardashians are open to listening to other people for advice? That's breaking news. More sustainable. All right, but moving on to Khloe Kardashian and- Why? Kristen Thompson attending- What, did he cheat on her again with another side chick that has HPV? Beyonce's birthday party, not together. Ah, uh, that must have been the fakest party ever. Everybody hates each other. Everybody pretends to be their friend and then talks smack when they leave. Oh my God, Jay-Z is so awful to be around. Together, but, you know, at the same time. Mm. Recall yesterday we reported that the former couple was spotted arriving for the singer's party, and obviously it seemed inevitable that they would have some sort of run-in. Well... Yeah, it was all planned out by the producers. Hollywood Life has learned exclusively from a Kardashian source that Tristan being at Beyonce's party did not phase the good American founder. Oh, she's so brave the way she keeps going back to someone that's scammed, someone that cheats on them, someone that's a scumbag. Watch out. Hoppy is about to rant. She has the integrity of a dead rat. If you keep going back to someone that's cheating on you, you're a cloud-chasing loser. She was herself and... Like Michelle Branch. She really had no concern about him whatsoever, and they each did their own thing there. Oh, that's good. And then they banged afterwards all crying. Another insider also told us that despite their intense breakup after multiple cheating scandals, Coco didn't go out of her way to avoid Tristan, and she knew he was invited and didn't care either way. Oh, that's so big of her. She's being a big person. Well, she was a big person before her surgery. <laughs> Honestly, some people should take some notes on that. But speaking of exes, let's talk about Kim Kardashian's former boo, Pete Davidson, at the... God, that feels like 10 years ago. Emmys last night. Mm. The actor made a surprise appearance during the ceremony to present the award for Outstanding Comedy Series, but it wasn't just him showing up that had people surprised. <gasps> Oddly enough, fans actually took to social media to comment on how he was reportedly wearing a fit that kind of resembled one of Kanye's past looks from the... Duh, he's trolling him. It really makes you wonder what's wrong with Pete Davidson. Like we know he's got personality disorders or whatever, and his dad died in 9-11, so, so that would probably traumatize you. But if he keeps going through girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend after girlfriend, maybe it's you, bruh. From the 2019 Met Gala. He's definitely not somebody you want to be friends with. He's like a millennial Artie Lang. One person tweeted, not Pete Davidson dressing up like Kanye at the Emmys. And another user wrote, can we all just appreciate Pete Davidson dressing like Kanye? No, because it's not that impactful on our life. Speaking of something that's not impactful on our life. Britney Spears. We're finding out that Britney Spears is a the truth about this crazy woman. Everybody was like, Britney Spears is a Can this quit playing? Everyone was like, she's a victim. She has no flaws at all. Uh, there's two sides to everything, and it's beginning to sound like she's kind of a, mm, you know what I'm saying? She's kind of, mm, you know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is this. It's okay to go after your family or whatever, especially your dad, your sibling, all those losers. But when you go after the kids that you were too lazy to take the morning after pill and you gave birth to them, when you go after your kids that don't even really want to be alive, you know what I mean? Like nobody signed up to be here. We have to deal with it. When you go after them, you're a scumbag. Spears is attempting to clear things up after facing backlash on Instagram. Mm. On September 12th, the singer shared a quote that read, I found there was only one way to look thin. Hang out with fat people. Oh, she's so delightful. 
She captioned the image in part, I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children, my dancers. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. Oh, snap. I mean, why not talk about it? This prompted fans to hit the comments, writing that Britney was, quote, body shaming her. Yeah, she's an unhappy little imbecile. Like, I'm really beginning to turn on her. She's just a bitter old woman fellow pop star well she says that's actually not the case mm. a separate post the 40 oops i didn't mean it <laughs> year old explains by no means was i being critical of christina's beautiful body you kind of were oh no you were being complimentary it is what it is i flew to see her show once and the main thing i noticed was the difference of our people on stage yeah theirs were actually happy to be around her happy hour happy hour The following message is from Dwayne the Mattress Guy from Mattress by Appointment Hillsborough. Hey Ryan, it's calling in for Hoppy in the Morning. Your podcast's been killing it lately. Been loving it, been loving it. Got the good vibes going. Nice job. That's right. We're doing 50 to 80% off retail. We've got the $25 down plan. You've got to call me, text me. You know my number, 813-452-5555. We'll set up a private showing. Come take a look at all the queens that we have on display, but I've also got kings, foals, and twins. Whatever you like, we're taking on the same day. Just the other day, a guy was in, uh, Javane came in, uh, I think two weeks ago. He was looking for a king, got the mattress and the box spring. And, uh, he had a one o'clock appointment with me on, I think it was on a Thursday. And we had it in his bedroom before two o'clock. It was like 10 minutes to two. I was pulling up to his house. So, I mean, it's that easy. And, uh, you know, I take care of my people one on one. I don't have a bunch of employees. Yeah, 813-452-5555. Ryan, you're doing a good job there. Thanks a lot. Appreciate all your help. And that's why I loved uh, using, uh, Mattress by appointment to sponsor the podcast. Take it easy, man. Happy hour. Happy hour. Well, it was good while it lasted, I guess. But, Sheriff, the glory hole is the pride and joy of Dougal County. Fella found an even older glory hole two towns over. Lord knows I ain't looking forward to telling the tourism board about this. Such an elegant concept. A simple lonely hole to commemorate his glory. Listen to Hoppy Hour at any time, anywhere. Search Hoppy Radio on all major streaming platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Oh yeah, we got our final news clip. 856. 49 Hoppy. J56 494 6773. You can tweet at me at Ryan Hoppy Radio. And always email me Ryan Hoppy Radio at gmail.com. Happy Hot Topic! <gasps> Inflation remains high despite drop from June. Wow, gas went down 12 cents. Thank you guys. Now, U.S. inflation remained high during the month of August. However, consumer prices continue to drop after reaching a 40-year high just two months ago. Thank you, baby boomers. They did something. I hate them. You millennials need to get a house. You mu- uh, With what money? No companies want to make you full-time because then they have to, you know, give you benefits. And you guys got everything. He's the voice of a generation that got screwed by the baby boomers. Welcome back to Hoppy Hour. The U.S. Labor Department's latest consumer price index report released today shows inflation rose 8.3% last month in comparison to one year ago. That- uh, that's good. We're just having a good time here in America. Not at all. I think like the fans create that atmosphere more so mm. than me. Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde's relationship is on edge. A- yeah, I'd be on edge too if I was dating her. <laughs> Harry acts like a big man and he spits on people like a scumbag. But we know in that relationship, he is whipped as hell. <laughs> he doesn't call any shots there. Whip. He should go back to banging girls in his music videos like Watermelon Candy, whatever that song's called. A Dumois trusted source weighed in on the rumor that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde broke up over the Don't Worry Darling behind the scenes drama. Let me tell you, the drama at this movie is more unique and more fascinating than this movie. Like no one would have saw this movie, but people might see it because of this drama. It's a real snooze fest. 
The source did confirm that things are on edge as F between Harry and Olivia. Yeah, this is what happens when you date a cougar. It's going to be fun. They're going to be really good at sex. And, they're, and you're going to have the aggression of a 20-year-old something banging out a 45-year-old. But having sex with cougars only lasts so long. That's what she sounds like in bed and have been like this for the past week or so. Over the past week or so, it has been revealed that Olivia did not fire the film's original lead, Shia LaBeouf, over misconduct as- Yeah, but come on, he's not perfect. He has like little gropey vibes. He doesn't seem like someone I'd want to have date my daughter if I had one. As previously reported, after a video surfaced of Olivia begging Shia to return to the movie before she recast his role with Harry, who she would end up dating after the film wrapped. Ah, uh, it sounds like a healthy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> According to sources, Harry did not know Olivia begged for Shia to return to the movie. Yeah, that had to be kind of a weird moment before casting him, and this new development has caused some tension between the couple. You don't say. Next on a couple that will have tension soon. When it came time for Ben Affleck to write his vows for Jennifer Lopez, the words apparently just kept flowing. According to Ben's longtime friend, Kevin Smith, who was a guest at his and JLo's wedding, the groom went above and beyond in crafting a lengthy speech for his bride. I want to keep this short. It was a 12-page speech. All that had to be so riveting. Texas Senator Ted Cruz is flirting with another bid for the White House. Cruz oh, I thought he was flirting. I was like, he finally came out. It wouldn't surprise me if you're that against gay rights and you're that against everything. You're probably in the closet, bro. But yay, we have him running for president. Woo! This country's screwed. Happy hour. Happy hour. Money. And like that, he's gone. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over. Happy hour is now over.